Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. You notice I did something different. I noticed you did. Because it's International Women's Day. It is. (laughs) That was yesterday, though, wasn't it? It was. It's the whole month. They gave us a whole month. A whole month? Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't just give us three days, but, you know. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a day originally, was it? Like, we got an hour? Yeah, probably when they were doing the Senate hearings to pass, ratify the (laughs) women's right to vote. And which amendment is that? 20... 19th. 19th. It is yeah. the 19th. Yeah. So, go women. Yay. Yay. I, you know, nobody cares. I'll just keep gaslighting, 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 gaslighting. <laughs> we get just a month after 50, 100 years. hundred. A hundred years that we got the right to vote. And we finally got Just a hundred years. Just a hundred years. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to take it all away from us. Yeah, why not? We had it for 100 years. That should be enough. Have you watched Moxie on Netflix yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Watch it. And then we discuss? Yes. Do you remember like the Bikini Kill those days? Rebel Girl? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about that. It's about um, women empowerment in like high school right now in 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that pretty would good. Be interesting, because I wondered what it would be like, like if I could. Yeah. Are your kids woke? Time travel to now <laughs> without remembering anything, but live now. No. As a teenager. No. And see what it's like. No. No. You don't think no. so? No. You think that. We have guests. I'm going to ask their opinion. If you had to go back. You don't know anything now. You just, do you think it would be interesting growing up now instead of your timeline? But Mm. you wouldn't have any of the knowledge you have now. You have to start over at 16. Yeah, no. (laughs) 16 right now? Yes. Yes. Maybe 20. (laughs) See, there you go. 21. I'm just curious. Yeah, high school might be tough, but I don't know. Online dating would... I mean, no, no, yuck, gross, gross. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. You'd really want to go. I guess yours was different, though. I'm a little bit older than y'all. So I have some almost a decade of difference between you and I. Yeah. So I don't necessarily because that was the time of the AIDS. It's not almost a decade. Okay. It's five years. Six. Four. You're rounding up. It is. No. <laughs> I am not rounding up. That's just sad. Had, I am six years older. My birthday is Thursday. Well, you probably would have babysitted me. Only Honestly. Six years older yes. than you? Yes. 
Well, Can you watch maybe, your sister while I go? Maybe you would be six and I would be 12. So, yeah, probably. Probably yeah. I could have. Uh, you know, and what's sad is I used to babysit people very young, but I seem super mature. All right, let's move on to our new segment. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to introduce our guests. All right, so our I'm new excited. segment, I got to set this up a little bit. All right, so in 1986, my mom dated guys in prison, right? And I just recently found a hundred of these letters from one guy, 1986, written to my mother. And so great. <laughs> and Gail is going to read one. <laughs> We're reading it cold. Brady, have you read these? That I have not read this one. I've gotten up to 20. So you've read 20 of the I've letters. read 20 of these. Privately. I have skipped over the sexual parts, though, because I just can't right now. Oh, I'm sorry for you, because I'm not <laughs> skipping anything. <laughs> and we're going to call this segment 100 Love Letters from Prison, which actually I may have pictures of. Me in 1986 visiting some person at the state pen in Florida. <laughs> Florida man in the state <laughs> pen. I went with a friend. She went because she also had many love letters. Right. And, and she couldn't go by herself. That's so one thing I've kind of noticed is... like, you know who I'll take to prison for a weekend <laughs> trip to Florida? I'm sorry. Itch, please. One thing I've noticed is he's kind of like recruiting her friends into this too. Like to write love letters to my yes. buddies. Yeah, yes. they try for yes. that stuff. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that mm-hmm. is I have a friend, still my friend to this day, met in third grade. Her mom was best friends with my mom. She married her prison love. Hmm. Was yeah. he reformed? Jury's still out. I know they got divorced a couple of years later. Like you couldn't see that coming, but okay. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. So this was 6 1686. My loving, hmm. Sorry about that last short letter you received from me. After talking with blank blank from the parole board, my hopes for an early parole came back. He sounded like he thought I had a better than ever chance. At parole this time would make me very happy if I can finally get out now. With you waiting for me out there makes it a million times better. In 1986, would you say your mom was waiting? Do you remember? You know, I don't know. 1986 was a bad year for me. That's the year that I hid uh, my boyfriend in the basement for five days. Oh, yeah, that she didn't know. Yeah. yeah she didn't know he was there because yeah. she was busy with this. <laughs> <laughs> jailbird but here we go okay i'm sorry hope i finally get parole and can come home to you you make my life so much richer in every way well baby i hope you can get everything together for my parole plan hope you are happy hearing this good news <laughs> no i am and can't wait for the next board meeting Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, I am. And I can't wait for the next board meeting. Hope we can get everything together in the next three to four weeks. Also, we'll have to get a hold of 5560 <laughs> for my release. Have to have this when they parole you. That way they know you will make it out of the state. 
please pay for my bus ticket. How is everything going for you? Every second brings you to my mind. Wondering what you might be doing at the time. How are the girls? Is blank blank still doing great in her ball games? Is blank gone for camp already? Hope she has fun. God, I miss you a lot. Have they ever met? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so at this point. Can't wait till I can hold you in my arms and share some very tender loving with you. <laughs> is that really what it says? Well, tomorrow is Father's Day. Hope Sunday I will be like most fathers and get a card or a tie. Not that I could spend some time with these kids, but what gifts could I get as a dad? <laughs> should, should be taking some SAT tests soon. Hope to take a final test soon for school. I have an average score rate of 96% so far. The school director has me correcting papers now because I'm way ahead of my classes and have to wait for them to catch up. Blake has been waiting for Blake to send him a letter. Oh, that's the <laughs> the other people. He's yeah. going to send her a picture of himself, he said. We'll try to get one of me and send it soon for you. Don't expect too much. We'll look better with a few months of freedom and your great cooking. Okay, go to the end. <laughs> just go to the end. <laughs> I can read it faster. These are like no. five pages. I know, just go to the end. No. Uh, you, there, we, you don't want to hear anything else about no. it? No. Why I can read it, it later. Feelings? Okay, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'll stop. She, she didn't say bitch please, but I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to hear more, bombard her <laughs> at Brady Von Beaverhausen on Instagram DM or Bruce Tonsils on TikTok. <laughs> hey, let's bring in our guest. All right. Let's do it. So I've had the pleasure of knowing these ladies for the past, uh, I'd say four years or so. I think that they are some of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. And I'm so happy that they're joining us today. And that is Anatomic. And Rhoda Derriere. Yay! Yay! Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us, y'all. I'm super yeah. excited you could be on. I'm sorry. How do you feel about that, though? I don't want to have like a. What did y'all think? Did red flags go up <laughs> about on those the, letters? About the love letters? Yeah. I have so many things to say. First <laughs> yes. of all, my mom also loves oh. writing prison guys oh. in prison. <laughs> Um, it's a service. But, you know, it is the 21st century now, so they do a lot of talking on the phone. Also, I think that you should definitely read the whole letter for your Patreon. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah. yeah. There's poems in there, if too. They, if they want to get the goods, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. We're working we'll on our Patreon. <laughs> we'll give it to them. <laughs> yeah, we keep saying we're going to launch... We're gonna launch. We're gonna do stuff. We're gonna do this it's and do content do for it and make content. I'm just like nobody would pay for my content. Nobody. Like, who's gonna pay? Well, for I'm that? thinking nobody would pay for this. Yeah, but, right. Who knows? I don't know. People are nosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I really do want to read a letter a day. I won't read it quite like that, but we should. I mean, I know it's hard for you. I think if we didn't have a guest, it would be good. But for time 
reasons. Yeah, you know. they might have a life to live. Yeah, yeah. No, we're in a <laughs> pandemic. There's, there's no life to live. They're like, we don't have anything to do. <laughs> so the first thing I want to talk about is um, tell us a little bit about how you guys met and what brought you to the place where you are. You want to start that off? Well... Hmm. How do I begin? <laughs> okay. At the um, beginning. How we met. So we were actually, and by we, I mean our other partner, Vern, and I were actually dating another person, which Rhoda was friends with. And uh, we went, I went out to dinner with everybody, with her and her friends, and Rhoda was there. And that's the first time we met. And, well, that friend, um, it didn't quite work out, and she, I don't know, she talked to her, and... What happened was, I was at <laughs> yeah. my, bre- my, be- my best friend, you can my best over. friend's wedding, and um, there was a very handsome Spanish boy there, and he was all over me climbing this tree, and I was like, I was having, I was at a really crazy time in my life where I was just like anything goes and I was like you know Rhoda you should probably calm down and maybe not do anything crazy if you if you can't speak to each other you know like maybe maybe you should do anything crazy <laughs> so it was like 2 30 in the morning and I went outside and, and I called our friend TT I was just talking about how hot that I thought Ann was I was so drunk y'all I was and I was just like she is so hot Went on about my business. Dude passes out. I go in and pass out. Don't think anything about it. Following Monday, um, my friend texts me and she's like, I hope you're not mad, but I told Ann what you said. And I was just like, (laughs) you know, like I was mortified. (laughs) Ten minutes later, Ann messages me, hey, what's up? And that's, that's it. (laughs) You weren't sad at all that she thought you were hot in the least. Oh, no, no. She was definitely way more interesting than the other person. (laughs) I hope they're not listening. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it's true. Just a better fit. Yeah, it's just a better fit all around, yeah. And that was ten and a half years ago. Yeah. Wow. And before that, yeah, um, Vern and I have been together for ten years before that. So explain to me that you're in a triangle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... A triad. A triad. A triad. A thruple. A thruple, Mm -hmm. really, because you're all all in love with each other, Mm -hmm. correct? Mostly, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) For the minute. Yeah. Yeah, so how did this come about? Well, I think we kind of knew going into it. Um, I, like I said, I was at a really anything goes point in my life. And so I was like, oh, yeah, fantasy's coming true right now, you know? Um so I think it kind of started as more of a, a fun friends with benefits and it just really evolved into so much more than that and now we live together and have well, goats so together. Were, did you just like you guys, were you open before or were you just y'all met and connected and you were just like, look, this person is, I just need extra. I know what you're saying. How it went about was, um, essentially, I wanted a girlfriend, 
And Eric was like, okay. So he went and he looked, you know, he was like, I'm going to go on some dating forums or whatever. and Adult friend finder. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh where, that's where yeah. we were at. That's yeah, where that, that, I mean, that that's, that's yeah, you can imagine. That's, that's when I go ahead and date yeah, to like 2008. So, <laughs> yeah. And we had dated a couple other women before TT and Rhoda. And, you know, it just didn't work out. Like, they were either like, crazy or like not wanting what we wanted or it just you know just didn't jive and i think it's kind of important to to note that you all had been together you and Vern had been together since high school so there wasn't a whole lot of chance at that i mean together since high school had a child in high school um so there wasn't a whole lot of chance for like exploring sexuality and so then it came up and that's how not like that but like like, also being um raised super religious both of us um were that's a whole other podcast that's a whole other podcast yeah (laughs) oh we were in a cult (laughs) we were in a religious new life tabernacle i don't know if you heard of them they were um they're based all over like all over the place that's a whole nother story anyway have you seen the cult in Lafayette, Tennessee? No. Which is just two and a half hours away from here. Mm-hmm. I said our next road trip, we should go. To go to a cult? Uh, <laughs> it's a commune. Are you going to come home? <laughs> it's a commune. Like, Hold on. <laughs> yeah, they um, try to make a commune, but it just, no. But everybody on TikTok is saying it's a cult. So it could just be a bunch of hippies out there like come and grow your own food and get away from the, all the drama and everything. It could be just that. Or it could be a cult. I don't know. Interesting. But that made me think of that. But yeah, road trip. How do you identify individually? Like sexually speaking? Yes. I am pan slash bisexual. And... The same. The same. And then Vern is, is heterosexual. Yeah. He thinks. <laughs> but we make him, you know, watch Drag Race all the time. Yeah. So he hates Drag Race, so he must be straight. <laughs> Danny hates Drag Race too. He just goes to bed whenever it's on. I have a question. Of course, I've always got to throw out the odd questions because I thought Pan encompassed all of it, so there wouldn't really be a slash bisexual there yeah wouldn't you just be pan for me the two words are kind of synonymous because um pansexual is more i feel like pansexuality uh it kind of removes gender from the conversation altogether it has nothing to do with gender i feel like bisexuality bi a lot of people think bi means two male and female bi actually Mm -hmm. has several meanings um but one of them specifically is two or more so it's not limiting to just say male or female and i respect people who identify as bisexual i respect people who identify as pansexual and i have identified as both in my life and i feel like both of them are words that i can use to describe myself i gotcha cool yeah oh you know i would think because i was writing you down as pan poly so that's how i would identify you but I'm just nitpicking because there will be somebody who does. Yeah, that's yeah. my yeah. We aren't. Yeah, we aren't as but it, nitpicky as some people can get. You know, like 
I don't know. I'm not really too into labels anyway. You know, like, whatever, if you want to call us that. Yeah, does it even matter? It doesn't even matter. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's where our whole society is kind of moving towards. Um, I feel like it's taken um, leaps and bounds over the past five, ten years. But I feel like, you know, with future generations, this generation that we have in school right now, I'm very interested to see what happens when they are adults and what our world looks Mm -hmm. like then. Mm Mm-hmm hope i'm still here to see it so (laughs) me too yeah that's gonna be interesting i have a little grandchild you do too i do too and another one on the way yeah you know so it's gonna be interesting to experience life through their eyes for you i'm sure i'm already getting a little bit of that at home anyway and i bet you are too with your daughter because she's a young adult in gen z she is but she's kind of an old soul so she kind of more identifies with millennials and I say than her own generation. When honestly. she was five years old, she would set her own alarm and get up and get herself on the school bus all by herself. I can't do that at 36. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> was that anything that she was taught or she just... She just kind of... She had was that... always just very... We always treated her, you know... I don't want to say like an adult, but... Like a person. Like, like a, per- a human. Like a, yeah. You know... So she was just always very mature and like just kind of very independent. Well, that's how we were raised. I mean, I was raised to do things. You had chores and things starting young. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you, there were things that you did every day. Uh, Granted, now there was no way I could have done that at five, but through repetition and routine, yeah. I mean, if she's used to, you you know, you pick your battles too. You got a kid that's difficult. To dress, let them dress how they want to dress. Yeah, yeah. We just always let her just be herself. Um, we never lied to her. We never told her about the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus or Jesus. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we let her make her own decision. She did go to church for a while because her grandparents, you know, of course they're religious, and so they took her. But then we just kind of let her. You know, she see for going. herself. She she, she saw for herself. She, you know, she made her own decision to stop going to church. So mm-hmm. ultimately, that sort of thing's individualistic. Anyhow, you just choose to celebrate that or not celebrate that with the group. But it's an individual experience, right? Yeah. You know? For the most part, unless you know you grew up in a religious, a religious <laughs> yeah, where everything that, is shared. You know. uh, one time, my mom literally dragged me by my hair into the car to take me to church because I did not want to go. Let's talk about that cult. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about that. Settle down. You should. Yeah, because that I mean it shapes who you are. Yeah, definitely. It was. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting experience. I could talk. Yeah, there was. A so lo- you were. You knew each other then? No. No. This was I have an obsession with cults and reading about cults and studying about cults. No, we... When we first met, it was like, oh, we got stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Eric and I met in the cult, um, kind of. We didn't meet in the cult. We met at school, but, um, you know, he wanted to date me, so my parents were like, okay, well, you gotta come to church with us, you know? So... And his parents were like, okay, well, we want to go, too, because they were totally into that kind of thing. Um, Even in the 70s, they were, like, in cults back then. Like, their parents were pretty, yeah, susceptible to those kind of things. 
their hearts were in the right place. Yeah, their hearts are in the right place. You know, it's just, yeah, unfortunately, I, I, we could talk about, but that's yeah, that's partner, a whole nother. Your partner as well? Yeah. Was he Mormon? No. <laughs> you would think, like, his his dad was actually raised Catholic. Um, Yikes. That's fine. Yeah. I had no idea. And I don't know what his mom was raised, but she things. just, yeah. But yeah, we, we met. Um, so yeah, they made him go. His parents came and then they all just started coming. And we actually lived in Florida at the time. Um, some shit Cult went Central. down. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. The he weather's is, good beautiful. Most yeah. Of the time. And they met, you know, <laughs> my mom was like w- looking for shells on the beach or something. I met some of the ladies in the cult and they were like talking about Jesus and they, you know, convinced her to come. And that's how it happened. And my mom, she, my mom is a saint. I she love is. her. She really is. She has a crazy, she has a following in Korea. Like they pay for her to fly over there. And like pray for them and stuff. It's crazy, but that's another story too. <laughs> I told you it's a, it's a whole ass episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That could be a whole episode. That sounds like your mom. So uh, come back and talk to us about cults. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. That would be yeah. our favorite cults. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Your mom could be like Jim Jones. Yeah, no, but without I mean, the, she's not uh, diabolical. She's not diabolical. She's no, the not cult the leader money. from the cult they were in could yeah. very much be Jim Jones. Yeah, yeah. He had no problem with things and y'all really should crazy. consider that because there's so many things that she could tell you that it's just like well, it's blown my mind. Like, yeah, we'll set it up. Stuff yeah. you don't yeah, see you in a Netflix should. documentary. Serious. Yeah, we'll set up a date. <laughs> really wish because he recorded. Yeah, every weird. single thing, every single time he had you know church on Wednesdays and Sundays, of course. But then he would like eventually like get my parents to come almost every day. A lot of churches will do that in general. So mm-hmm. that's what's... But he recorded... That's what's crazy. All, we had boxes and boxes of cassette tapes and videotapes. But, like, when we left, we were like, we don't want anything to buy. We threw it all away. And I wish we would have kept it because it would have been great to, like, be able to... It would have been a Netflix uh, It would have been a Netflix, <laughs> it yeah. It would have been a Netflix series. I don't know if you uh, remember the cult that the girl with the basketball-sized tumor on her shoulder in Lenore City... It was like 20 years ago? Yeah, it was about... Oh, no, no. Well, we're Googling that. Yeah. yeah, it was about 2001, 2002. Yeah, it was a big thing. That's the cult. And I lived in Lenore City at the time, so I you knew remember all about it. it. Yeah. I knew about it happening. Um, but she was like 15, 16 Yeah, she was years 15, old, 16, yeah. And they didn't get her any medical care because, you know, God will take care of it. Yeah, my yeah. ex-husband God is At her funeral, the Wait, poor she girls, died? Oh, she died. absolutely. <gasps> when oh, they, yeah. When they did take tumor. her to get medical care, it was, it was too late. It was way too it late. It was too late. And, they, and that was something that it, she had Ewing's carcinoma, and it was totally would have been treatable if they would have treated, because she had got it from a break she had it happens to children it happens to children if they have a break that goes untendered and yeah they can get cancer in the break so that's what happened um she died he tried to raise her from the dead at the funeral (laughs) yeah yeah i love how gail is all like what the fuck this (laughs) took a hard left I get this on yeah. a whole nother level. My ex-husband's, um, he's deaf completely in his right ear because his uh, parents 
were lay hands on it, name mm-hmm. it and claim it. Jesus followers who, in other words, he didn't have enough faith to heal him when they should have just taken the kid to the doctor and gotten mm-hmm. antibiotics yeah. and maybe stopped smoking cigarettes around him for like a day or two and let his ear heal up. But no, it's, you know, Jesus will heal you. And then Jesus didn't heal him. So he's completely deaf. I have no idea yeah. what other kind of crazy stuff that could have happened from that situation. And my grandfather was a pastor and he yeah. used to he used to preach at these very very small churches, not the snake handling ones, but the, just these very very small ones that you see out in the country and stuff. Mm-hmm. Never heard anything like that. It is so funny how these different religions, which all come from one main one, can be so different and so toxic they just mm-hmm. take one piece of a doctrine and yeah. run with it and mm-hmm. it's like do i believe in prayer or people call good vibes or things like that absolutely but also hello science mm-hmm. you know you are given a brain for a reason mm-hmm. and especially when you're in a first world country with access to medical care yeah and especially for your children i'm pretty sure the cult leader did not believe that he was gonna raise her from the dead or that she was gonna be healed he was definitely he was a scam he was definitely a con artist he knew he was was. a con artist just like but (laughs) yeah but since he had had our parents there every single day for hours drilling the same things into their heads over and over again i really wish i had those tapes because you it was you can the tell same it's brainwashing. It's brainwashing, yeah. Literal brainwashing. Not only brainwashing, but he would, like, watch TV and see... You know, he would watch those big preachers on TV and, like, he would, like, see, you know, listen to what they had to say and be like, oh, I like that. I'm going to pick that little piece out of their sermon and I'm going to put it into mine and we're just going to run with it and this is the new thing. <laughs> they all steal from each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, my gosh. If you ever want to be entertained... Watch a compilation of some of the TBN pastors. Speaking of entertainment, so these ladies have, you've produced the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Shadowcast, yes. at the Tennessee Theater for how many years? It's like... This year would have been our seventh directing it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, and it would have well, been... Well, I'm sorry, 2020 would have mm-hmm. been our seventh, and I don't know what's going to happen this year, but... yeah. Yeah, that was the question I was going to ask you <laughs> later. <laughs> I saw I really that they're scheduling um, events. They have Alton Brown scheduled in October. So, so fingers crossed. We'll and hopefully, you know, everyone can get vaccinated before then or close mm-hmm. to it or, you know. Yeah. I think that will have a lot to do with whether we'll practice in, indoors together, you know. And then you guys have done... Yamacon, yes. that that burlesque show for how many years? We've done that one for five, like maybe five or five six. or six. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been know. our sixth or seventh year as well. Is that up in Pigeon Forge? It is. Yes. It is. Um, Yamacon is an anime convention. Oh yeah. And then we do um, the burlesque show there. And what we do is we open up applications and. We bring in performers. We get applications generally from the southeast, but sometimes just slightly beyond that as well. 
Um, but those perform. We bring all those performers in. We rent a giant group cabin all Come weekend. On, big old we stripper have party. Lots of strippers, <laughs> stripper hot tub soup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do the show on Saturday night, and then yeah. we get up on Sunday and eat breakfast and go. So it's How a really fun, fun weekend. I've done it's a, lot a very of fun weekend. I used to work up in Pigeon Forge and do I've a lot of people there for Yamakon. It's my favorite weekend, and it is also one of the most exhausting weeks. I don't I don't get to enjoy any of it. Oh, yeah, I don't get yeah. it. I'm going the whole time. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like lounging in the hot tub and I'm like, what's that what's it like up there? <laughs> you know? So as female producers, what kind of struggles have y'all had? You know, I feel like personally, um, our biggest struggles hasn't been directly because we're female it's more of what we're doing it's yeah because Because, we're sex industry (laughs) yeah we are you know burlesque falls under the sex work um umbrella so you have a lot of people who don't think that you're legitimate right off the bat no matter what you're doing or how good it is yeah um for example uh last year before the pandemic i reached out to a local brewery that I had kind of stalked online i was like wow they have a great space this would be a great place to to have a show you know and i reached out to them and they came back they were like thanks but no thanks we're a family environment you're a fucking brewery yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know like That's you're wild. you're a brewery or- yeah, so not only, you know, spaces, but also trying to get sponsorships. Sponsorships are impossible in in this industry, in burlesque. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just See, one of our greatest struggles. I think you've got to rebrand burlesque. First of all, you guys have a certain set of standards and practices, and with blue laws, there's a lot of things that you don't get to do that, for instance, a sex worker or somebody that is an actual stripper would be able to do in their job right but then again a stripper is only allowed to perform publicly in certain designated areas everywhere else it has to be a private show but as burlesque instead of putting it under the umbrella of sex work uh uplift the entertainment value and put it as entertainment i agree i agree it's more yeah that's what i try to do whenever like recently i had a job interview and i i'm i tell people when i interview for a job that this is what i do because i first of all i don't want to have to hide anything from my employer Mm -hmm. but also like it's a very important part and i have picked up so many skills just from the one time I decided to take a dance class and it evolved into so much more than that and I feel like it is so much it, it it's very important to my own personal growth um and I always try to I'm like it's cabaret it's you know vaudeville and I'm always like drag and circus and yes burlesque you know like it's it's all things because burlesque in itself doesn't just mean you're gonna see tits at the end burlesque mm-hmm. in itself means to satire or make parody and burlesque and the word vaudeville are more interchangeable than the word burlesque and stripper are yes yeah. absolutely 100 percent. Mm-hmm. and i think education of the entertainment value of that and the art form of it makes it different although being a stripper is an entirely different art form all in itself yeah. and mm-hmm. i mean it and then there's even pole and, is different than yeah. stripping you and know? then now and pole is becoming an olympic event Mm -hmm. which it should be (laughs) yeah i mean it's an amazing amount of what a time to be alive you know i had the pleasure of going to 
a poll show this past weekend and it was phenomenal phenomenal you have to just the way that you have to hold your stomach mm-hmm. you know it's yeah such it's, strength you yeah. can't i mean and that's if you're out there and you're listening if like okay i am i have taken pole classes uh it is not my thing but i have enjoyed it and i have great respect for it um i recommend everybody get out and take a pole class and i don't care if you think you can if you're too short too fat too tall whatever um i have seen people who have physical disabilities do pole Mm -hmm. like it is for everybody just Mm -hmm. as burlesque is Mm -hmm. and it will give you such a a confidence not only in yourself but you get that translates over into your your bedroom as well and Mm -hmm. beyond that um i've seen women go into burlesque and pole studios with their head down and three months later they're walking out with their head held hot i'm like wow what an amazing woman Mm -hmm. i wish i could be like her fantastic that's awesome it is very very empowering and i saw everybody type at this show every single one yeah i have some good friends that are excellent pole dancers and i don't even mean that with any type of snark or sarcasm i mean it's a beautiful art form and one i mean some of the tricks are Super heroes. Yeah. Breathtaking. Breathtaking. I uh I have hurt myself more times <laughs> than I have gracefully managed a pull. However, I'm very interested in trapeze. Oh, yeah. would you do a Lyra? You, yeah, have you done Lyra or try that? Yeah, I've played with them, but yeah, I would totally. I like the Lyra. Mm. My problem is I don't like to spin around. I get uh, dizzy and mm. uh it's just awful and I'd rather uh, not have that feeling but it's beautiful and gorgeous and i'm thinking about taking a few classes well uh, let me know when you do and i'll go with you after i'm vaccinated when you you start spinning just you have a point of contact that you look at every single rotation yeah and that's how you keep i've heard that's how you do it yeah you gotta spot just like you and you're dancing Mm -hmm. do you have trouble with women do you think and what you do do you ever have trouble when you talk about being in burlesque or being in a poly relationship do you when i know people can't all be love love joy joy every time you say who you are or whatever so what type of adversarial stuff do you get from people like is it females that give you the most crap or is um, it dudes it's really funny because like (laughs) from like a burlesque standpoint usually the people I interact with are in the audience. So I don't really get a lot of negativity for them. I have had women come up to me after the show and be like, because for those you can't see, I am a large woman. Um, but I have women come up to me after the show and put their hand on me and be like, you are so brave. I wish this as brave as you. And like, I'm smiling and saying thank you, but I'm gritting my teeth and I just want to be like, fuck you. Yeah. I am not brave just because I am fat and took my clothes off on stage. That does not make me brave. It makes me a human being. I am no different than someone who was skinny and took their clothes off on stage. I have seen you, and you look amazing, and brave would not even... That just, I, I don't know. My like, brain, it's, like, it's, oh, some, it's one brave. of those things that it's meant as a compliment, mm-hmm. but it's really kind of like a microaggression, and people don't realize what they're saying. Um, I have um, posted photos before of myself uh, in a two-piece, and people have been like, well, when I saw you in a bathing suit, I knew that I could do it, too. 
which is very kind and thoughtful, but also it makes you be like, well, look at her. If she can do it, anybody can, you know? So it's it's one of those kind of double-edged swords. Like, people yes. mean well, and it's great that you're inspiring people and empowering people, but your psyche is taking a hit every time that they say something like that. Yeah, because it feels very backhanded compliment. Like, yeah. you know, what was that meme you sent? We love each other, so we send each other thousands of memes a day. And it was... <laughs> it was, it was uh, something about nobody will tell you to your face that you're fat, but they you lose some weight and they sure will let you know. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, that was... Yeah, we went through that too. So. Yeah, you know. Um, but you know, from like, I I feel like we probably get um, more friction with being poly yeah. than burlesque because that's something that people are still trying really hard to wrap their brains around. Um, like, you know, my, well, look where you live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, my family knows all about us. Her family clueless in the dark about it and then Vern's family is kind of like a mix like his brothers know and his parents are like hmm wait so how do y'all y'all been together for 10 years how do y'all explain that you just you just a roommate we don't don't really explain I go to all the family functions (laughs) it's just like I'm their friend you know I think part of it is ignorance is bliss unspoken (laughs) yeah nobody it's like we're not gonna say anything plus you can pull the biblical card. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you want. Dude, Where Moses have like eight wives. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like, you know, depending on how often you uh, were in church, you can definitely find a loophole. Yeah. yeah. There's loopholes. Well, my mom does not live here, so that's not really. And English yeah, so isn't her is... first language, so it can be it just kind of hard to not only to wrap her head around, but to get her to understand completely you know because yeah. it is a foreign concept in a foreign language you know but i i feel like really um even Vern's family they still they are very kind to me and nice to me you know mm-hmm. um and i i love them but i feel like most of it is out in society like for example try booking a cruise for three people try renting a hotel room Mm. for three people with a king bed when the limit is two people you know like these kinds of things you have to do Mm -hmm. that you have to sidestep around you can't go to have somebody plan a vacation for you like you know like you have to do it all yourself and bed and breakfast you you got to rule that out altogether you can't go stay in a bed and breakfast somewhere because people are going to be like "Mm, what's going on here we're not is this some kind of weird sex thing you know and it's like (laughs) no (laughs) see there you go the universe is just telling you you need to run a bed and breakfast do you have a sleep schedule do you all sleep together we all sleep together with the dogs and the cats too (laughs) (laughs) because they're you know they're a throuple even more so than just polly i guess because you guys are working as a unit, whereas a lot of yeah. polyamorous relationships are individual mm-hmm. of yeah. each other. Yeah. So, really, poly isn't a good descriptor for you guys, although you are in a multiple relationship. Technically, we are poly, but we are a close triad. We don't okay. really have partners outside of ourselves. Um, but, yeah, there, it, there is... It, 
you know, at the heart of it, they were a couple together first, but I feel like we've kind of all evolved to be this this one unit. unit. Mm-hmm. So and that's what that's what I see when I see the three of you. It it is as one. There's not really yeah. a primary and a metamorph yeah. and all of that. It is we are one unit. We're always together. We live together. We want to be together all the time. It's kind of gross. You so know? <laughs> you guys just started. You met, clicked. It's been sunshine and bunnies and nothing to navigate about this relationship mm. at all. I mean, it's always been. <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, has it been fabulous? How feel hard like, was it to um, introduce all of this with each other? Well, I mean, it was definitely a process because, um, you know, we didn't really tell anybody at first, I guess. We didn't even know what polyamory was. We had already been dating for like four years and together for like four mm-hmm. years before. And then we, she found like a Reddit. I found a Reddit subreddit, and I'm like, dudes, <laughs> this is, there are other people this like us. <laughs> there yeah. are people like us out there. That's so wild. Because the only poly that I really know about is power dynamic poly. Yeah. Well, and then also in in the sense of the individual relationship like there are poly relationships where they don't necessarily all live together but the you know um primary couple have individual relationships outside of that independent of that so they're not all together they're individual relationships at the same time as well which is also poly relationship dynamics And that's what's great about um, being poly is that, you know, just like with LGBT, there are many different colors of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And poly is the same way. Mm -hmm. You have triads, you have V's, you have W's, you know, you have all of these different combinations and different dynamic dynamics. Um, And I it's really interesting. It's kind of limitless. There is no wrong way to be poly unless you're just an asshole <laughs> you yeah, unless you're the only one that knows you're poly in the relationship yeah, yeah. exactly like, that's, that's a problem. the case <laughs> that's a problem you know you're poly and you're like oh as wait far I as everyone you. knows they're okay with it as far as you think yeah i get it it's been interesting <laughs> it's now, all over now, the place huh? well no i love it because i've worked with ann but you know she was busy doing her thing and then i was busy running my mouth doing my thing so i didn't we didn't get to sit down and have any of these kind of chit chats just like when you were getting started working yes, together you yes know, and then as soon as i finally so. get somebody that i actually i mean i liked everybody so i'm not gonna say that but we're getting <laughs> getting somebody i could relate to more maybe that you know, well, had the same kind of work ethic well, and, yes. and, you know, closer and knew all the same people. And... Yeah, that sort of thing. And, and then we were left at the end. Left yeah. the end. <laughs> Last one standing. I think that's why it was like, it was like, well, bye shop. <laughs> I hated that for y'all. It was yeah, so weird. It was really weird. It was just a weird, slow death. Yeah. It felt like yeah. it was just... You know, I'm very grateful, though, that I had the opportunity to work out that last little bit before everything shut back down. Yeah. And yeah. It got really crazy there. So, yeah, that was kind of, that was a blessing in itself. But I hate that it was a cool little spot. At least for me, it was. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I hate the drive, but. Now you don't have to drive as far, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's true. 
And then that's where everybody's at, popping hair, apparently. Across the street from you, and then where you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And then you guys have been producing internet shows. We produced a internet show. We just, we just produced show. our first um, uh, Saturday afternoon strip tunes. The whole idea is that you um, are having this kind of adult swim burlesque experience going on. And um, it, it's... Was it a live show? No. So no, could no. you actually, could people see it? You can still it download it. If they um, you want can still to? download it. Um, will it be available when this airs Monday? No, that will be. It potentially could be. Yeah, we might leave it open for a little <laughs> bit longer. Um, but striptoons.com. I would just <laughs> Yes. We would because... like to. The only thing is that we have to pay our performers and it's they're not going to get paid until it's over. <gasps> So it's like, I don't want to like cut it off and be like, okay, this is what you get paid. Anything well, residual is for us. <laughs> what? Do you want us to leave it open another week for this? Or would you like us to close it? And then if they come back and revisit it, because, you know, we do have several people that listen. <laughs> but they're all of our friends anyway. <laughs> that's okay. That's the only people that's seen our show. So it's probably the same people that's listening to your show that's already seen our show. <laughs> Maybe, and then you don't have to worry about that. Then you can cut that out. But then it might not be. You never know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm setting my intentions. It's my new year. We might blow up. How many subscribers do we have? I don't even know. Actual subscribers? Yeah. Like seven? Yeah. Like something hey, like that. Seven. That's maybe. amazing. Hey, but that you know amazing. what? Part of our problem, we yeah. have not, because we ask not. We haven't been telling people, hey, please subscribe to well, the channel. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the only place that... I will be completely honest with you all. Um, I have a really hard time listening to podcasts. I just have a really hard time listening to talk radio. The only thing I've ever successfully listened to was that Richard Simmons is Missing podcast, which I loved. Yeah, you can check it out, okay? Okay. Um, So I loved that, um, and I, I couldn't get through it fast enough. But I wanted to, you know, research a little bit and listen to to you all before we came over. And I listened to three episodes without any issues. I always get distracted. I lose interest. And that did not happen with your all's podcast. So just keep doing what you're doing and it'll get there. 1,100 all-time downloads. See, we don't don't worry about the numbers. We, we don't. I don't care. even know. Honestly, this is. An I just was like, how many mm-hmm. subscribers do we have? But yeah, we don't care enough to actually pay attention to that. And that's kind yeah. of a good thing, you know. It's just good. do you what you know. enjoy, well, and then if crazy. you enjoy it, then somebody else will, right? Hopefully, yeah. our biggest complaint is is from men who want to be on the show but can't. Oh well, too bad. Well, <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna remedy that by having. <laughs> Gab and Gay time. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. 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 And that's going to be our first YouTube special. All men can call in. If they can write yeah. us and we'll read it and we'll consider it. And then, you know. <laughs> they can write Braddy's mom and you'll read it. <laughs> well, I'll, get the, I'll get the idea and I can I'm, read their letters on the air. I'm very write. interested in the rest Especially of if they letters. write me from prison. <laughs> yeah. I'll see see if my mom's got any letters. You know, I get it because I've gotten a few of those letters, although I wasn't like big pen pal. But, I mean, look how far in. Have you considered writing to an inmate right now? 
Yeah, like and seeing to, if you get you like know, a response. Some people, oh, you'll get a some response. people do it because you I definitely have, get a response. I mm-hmm. have friends who are in ministry, and one of them is prison ministry, and they go, "Hey, you know," and I'm like, "No, I'm not." They don't ask the women though usually to be their pen pal, but they will if you're like want to be. And I'm like, "You really think that's a good idea?" For me to be well, most they I mean, have access to the internet now, so yeah, it's they don't not really care. pen and paper really doesn't. They really don't do that anymore. Not that I've seen. You don't think? They have like profiles. Like you can like yeah, look do they have like profiles. prison emails? <laughs> Maybe I, they, they literally have like like sites you can go to that have profiles, and every inmate has a profile. Yeah, I think so they still do encourage letter writing. There's probably like letter writing, pals. but also maybe emailing so from one or daughter based. to another. Mm-hmm. What is your theory on this? Do you think it's the attention? Oh, my mother. That, Oh. Yeah. Now, my mother's passed away, so I can talk about her all I want to. Oh. And you. My mother's <laughs> still here, and I'll still talk yeah. about her how okay. I want to. <laughs> um, I I love my mother. I do. I love my mother, um, but she's crazy. Yeah. She's super crazy, and um, I think she is, she just turned 60 last year, and she is by herself. Uh, you know, she was a single parent to an only child all of her parents and brothers and are, are all gone. So it's just her and me and I'm over here doing my thing, you yeah. know? So I think part of it, it was just for her is just filling a void and having communication and, you know, and she has been in not great relationships and she's just feel, I think it's almost like it's a safety thing. Yeah. I was going to ask her. because a, she knows where they're at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, as oh, long yeah, as yeah, they're yeah. not being released, that way, you know, <laughs> it's like a safety net. You have all this attention. A person is doting every minute, longing for you, writing you their inner soul or talking to you all the time. You are literally the focus of their life. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and believe that my mother was the only person that he was talking to. No, but do you think he was the only person I mean, your mom he, was talking to? He wrote a hundred no, letters. I, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to determine is the timeline because she got married that year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that when she ghosted him at the end when he was like, yeah, I'm free. Where are you? Where are you? I managed to raise that 55, 57 that I needed and I got out. Where are you? And it was like, uh, nope. Who? No speak English. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like nothing. That's yet, Cricket. yet to be determined, but that's how it's looking. I just never understood the reason why. And, of course, she's not here anymore to tell me, but my mother was a bigger person, and then she lost a lot of weight uh, due to her bypass, which made her have a lot of loose skin. Mm-hmm. And I know that that was a big thing for her as far as being attractive. Cause she had all this loose skin. So her debt. Yeah. I think like, <laughs> like your mom, lonely, no attention. Yeah. And I feel like Gail really hit the nail on the head with, you know, at least in my mom's case, like whoever is writing to her, like she is, 
My mom is a very codependent person, so, you know, whoever is riding her, that, that, that she is their whole world. Their world revolves around her, because that's their link to the outside. Yeah. Know how we got thing. on this tangent, but... Well, because it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, cults, prison, prison boyfriends. <laughs> the letters, the fat, you know, all, all of this shapes who we are and our points of view, and it's just women, it's women's... International Women's Month. All of them. Crazy, sane, <laughs> not so. Love them all. Risk takers, passionate, compassionate. I Go. felt bad that they were locked up. Then it was like, well, why are you here? What didn't you do to get be here? <laughs> and then, you know, when I heard, you know, what their, their story. Because they're all innocent when they're in there. Yeah, this guy, he beat up his brother-in-law and then stole his car and drove it into a lake. Oh, well, he's trying to be reformed because he admitted (laughs) what he did, I guess. I guess. Yeah, seriously. Most of them were like, oh, it shouldn't have been me. I'm not. All right, going back to Polly. (laughs) (laughs) We'll probably jump back over there later. Don't worry. (laughs) Hold that thought. Do you each have individual things that you do that bring value to the relationship oh absolutely Absolutely. for me personally um we are we love each other but we're also each other's best friends we go shopping together we watch drag race together you know we do burlesque together and then like uh with Vern, it's kind of funny because like Vern is a cuddler and i'm a cuddler and ann is like i'm a vampire you know like i sleep alone only the cats can sleep with me (laughs) (laughs) you know so it's like we can cuddle and she can actually get sleep you know because eric's not trying to like you know be his sleep brain is like so you know, hot yeah and he's very it. hot nature yeah i hate <laughs> so, it so yeah it's like no, i don't want to be touched when i'm sleeping that's what like, that's what i bring is friendship and cuddles <laughs> <laughs> nice very nice and Vern fixes everything mm-hmm. Vern fixes everything she yeah. serves everything. yeah we all have yeah we all have our our talents and yeah we use them all to bring them all to the table and work together and make things happen household finances who takes care of them do y'all all three do it like he has family meeting it, well i tell you what it's a mess we really should consolidate them and we've talked about it but we haven't we have some things that are consolidated and some things that aren't it just depends you know like my insurance is separate from their insurance but our phones are together you know there's a lot of ways that we could probably save money and be a little bit tighter but i'm all like Eric's all, Vern's like, I'll just give you all the money. And I'm all like, I don't want all the money, though. We can't give it to Anne. So. (laughs) Because that comes with responsibility. Yeah, it does. It does, so. Yeah, I've never had to really take care of the bills and stuff. It was always Vern. And so. And I was always independent before, so I did it myself. So. Vern and myself kind of take care of that for our household and there's a rental house that we own that they own but you know we collectively all together um so yeah it just it's some of it's mixed together and some of it's still separate and uh, you know as time goes on it will only get more and more integrated together right till there's no way out (laughs) the only reason I'm in a relationship at all is for the supervision I thought you were gonna say for the money (laughs) 
<laughs> that too. <laughs> the supervision. Yes, literally. That's it. That's the only reason I can't be left to my own devices. It's bad. <laughs> it's just bad. Are you talking about financially? All of it. Everything. I could care less. Oh. I'm just, a, you know, yellow every day. Whatever. You're not guaranteed tomorrow, so why plan for it? I am the I can't central wait. grasshopper <laughs> for the day. That is that like I the best, you. worst advice I've ever heard. You're I not know. guaranteed tomorrow, so why plan for it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally awful. <laughs> but that's, that's the grass. The, like, I read the grasshopper and the ant, and I took something totally different from that fable. <laughs> <laughs> from that story. Household chores. Um, Vern does all those. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we split those all up, too. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, we do most of the the cooking Mm -hmm. um, and he takes out the trash and does the floors and takes care of all the animals. You know, when we clean, she always cleans the bathroom and always clean the living room and the kitchen. You know, we have our little cleaning parties. So we all just kind of split it up. And that's just kind of understood. Or did oh. you kind of have a, a oh, yeah. chore list in no. the beginning? Uh, no. no. It's just, just understood. Kind of, yeah, we yeah. just kind of... We just kind of know each other's strengths and weaknesses, you know? Like, I'm yeah. not very good at taking the trash out. I'm just not good at it, so he should just do it. That's me. And not good at taking the litter out either. <laughs> yeah. Not good, not, good, not good at taking the litter out either. That's all I have to do with women's month. That's a man's I have job. to deal with all the shit in the house. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things, Jen. <laughs> why? Because I said that that's a man's job. Yes. Just kidding. <laughs> On International Women's Month. But yeah. Hey, sure. women can why take not? the garbage out too. I'm just not going to. Because I don't an want to. It's a man's <laughs> job. I want. I want him to do it. <laughs> well, well, I usually that, get we what have I want. A, a goat that likes to <laughs> try to play with you, you while you're a, like you have a goat you, can you just of course the they were the in a cult of course we have a goat <laughs> can't you just Let feed the goat the garbage do you have oh do you have yeah. like a menagerie you live kind on of. a farm we have, we, have a we have a couple of acres and we have a couple of goats we have a peahen um a handful of chickens Aww. we have a couple of fish tanks a snake three dogs three cats a gecko a gecko and a fern cheeseburger yeah and a bunch of plants all because Anne doesn't like people <laughs> yes <laughs> how'd you know <laughs> do you have your peacocks we have a peahen the uh, peacock our, our got peacock got met, yeah he met an Aww. unfortunate end by a raccoon or... oh no that's because yeah. it was like stop squealing it was really yeah. <laughs> the yeah. I actually kind of missed the thing. tropical sounds from outside, yeah. but yeah, it, it used was, to sound like a jungle. It was really sad, but I tell you what, our peahen is a strong, independent woman now. So happy <laughs> International yes. Women's Month to her. Nice. Yeah. She wanders around the, the yard. The, the she thinks she's a chicken now, and mm-hmm. she just has her. She's living her best life, just roaming around doing what she wanted to. Can I ask the most morbid question? Did you keep those feathers? Oh yeah, we, we do. do have his mm-hmm. tail feathers. We were collecting them because we were going to make feather fans with them eventually but i guess now they're just decoration yeah we have a whole bunch though we have like yeah, a, whole vase, a whole vase full, full of them in our guest room so yeah it's because the, they would shed gorgeous. like yeah, you know yeah. they lose they their feathers them like yearly year. yeah, yeah. So. so you could collect them so you know we were going to collect them you know naturally yeah 
That's kind of sad. It is. It happens. It's a thing with birds. With birds, yeah. Um, they outdoor birds. Everything likes to eat them, so and they're defenseless, basically. Yeah. I mean, well, even I mean, the peacock was—he was big. He probably weighed about thirty-five pounds. Yeah, he was probably defending. I never would have thought that a he would have got caught. Yeah. I mean, all our chickens, sure. The peahen, maybe. The peacock, yeah, ne- never. Never would have crossed my mind mm-hmm. that something would have been able to take him down because his talons. I mean, like, yeah, right. he's, he's and you guys bird. thought big it was a raccoon strong. that did it? Though? Oh yeah, absolutely. We've had, raccoon, We've had several raccoons. raccoons foxes raccoons try to eat chickens and, and even and possums yeah, yeah. Okay. i didn't and know that possums and skunks too yep chicken hawks chicken yeah, ho- yeah we've yeah, got yeah. a chicken oh, hawk there's just a mess of feathers in the yard in the middle and of the yard and a chicken mm-hmm. so yeah well now there. we have pablo our great pyrenees and he um, fuck around yeah, no, he's got he's got a couple of raccoons. Like we've opened the door and he's been like, Rawr. yeah, he's just got a possum like carrying it, like flopping in his mouth as he comes across the yard. I'm like, like, okay. okay. <laughs> so since we've had him, we haven't had any missing birds. Just the peacock. Yeah, which but that was in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, yeah, he was he sleeps inside. So it's yeah, sad, plus the dog was like, yeah, I'm tired of that. We raised him from a chick. I'm tired so of that high pitch. Peacock squeal. Yeah. They raised him from a chick. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Would you get another? We talked about it. We talked about it. The thing is with peacocks is that for the first year of their life, they can't even get on the ground. Yeah. And they have to be Um, fed antibiotic food. Yeah. And the first, they're not fully grown until they're three years old. Um, and but they're yeah, they're just really so susceptible, susceptible to everything. So yeah, you can't put them on the ground. For and the if first you want to buy a full you grown to, like, one, train them. That's three hundred dollars. No, more like five hundred dollars. Now you you can get like a pea hen, thirty five dollars as a chick, thirty five dollars as an adult. A peacock, thirty five dollars as a chick, three to five hundred or more as an adult. Well, yeah. Look how much work you have to put into. Yeah, them. yeah. And if we did get one, it would definitely be a chick. Uh-huh. We, yeah, just because you have to. You know, teach them like where their home is. And... I'd have to get two because they're small. Yeah, and that's yeah. the other thing too is like Do you they can't fight if you get two males. Um, I don't know. We haven't been in that situation. I think when they get mature, I would assume when they're mature, maybe maybe especially not. if there's only one pea hen. Yeah, but you need to have multiple pea hens. Ah, uh, seen albino ones that are yeah, oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, our pea hen, she's actually a purple. Mm. Yeah, she weighs big giant eggs like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks like it hurts. Are any of those like viable, or do you? you know? Yeah, you can eat them. It's just like a chicken egg. It said the yolk is bigger, and maybe a little bit like orangey, or maybe slightly more gamey or something. Yeah, and almost like a. Um, it's like the yolk seems like it's a little bit thicker. thicker. Yeah, you know, mm. almost like a slimy kind of consistency, like thick. Would they be viable? Yeah, that's heads? what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I like it slimy and thick. I drink it off for a second, and then I heard slimy and thick, and it brought me back into focus. Of course you did. Another thing that I love about these two is they are both connoisseurs of our favorite substance. Oh, are they? Yeah, they are. How interesting. Yeah. Hairspray? (laughs) (laughs) Connoisseurs of hairspray? Not afraid to say it. Which is what I like to. Yeah. I think that more of us need to be out. Mm-hmm. 
Because that's the only way it's going to change anything. Oh, yeah. If people see normal people consuming cannabis and still going on with their daily lives mm-hmm. and my, succeeding. Yeah. You mean my CBD? Yes. <laughs> my CBD with like yes. 87% THC. Yes. That CBD that you're talking about? Yes, it's exactly yes, what you're talking the about. Yes, the same one that now every church lady in the land will sell you along with some essential oils as a, at a home party. Isn't that funny how that works? That CBD, yeah. the God-given plant herb that was put here for our very use that one that's the one yeah the one that i'd like to not go to jail for as a criminal you know yeah one that's um legal in many states now except for ours 37 right is that right? Something like that. Uh, Is yeah, it literally like 37? More than well, I know, well, know medical-wise. It's decriminalized here. I feel like Somewhat. Tennessee is so stupid. Because yeah, we have so many you states ticket, you know? that touch yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, but a ticket instead of so jail stupid. time. Yes. So uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if they're still doing the thing where they take you down and still book you but release you. Listen, I can tell you. I can tell you about that. <laughs> Good. Now, it, it was 2009, but um, I was coming back from Bonnaroo and I uh, got pulled over. My cousin was driving and we got pulled over. And I mean, you know, easy pickings. They can tell you're dirty, you're filthy, your car's covered, you know, your stuff. They know exactly you're wearing tie-dye. where you're coming from. I'm a burner. <laughs> I know what yeah. this is like 100%. So, yeah. So um, they pulled us over immediately, you know, we're like, yeah, take this, take this. You can have this too, you know. And they just wrote us a ticket. Um, but we had to go to court in, in Cookville. So, like, the next month or whatever. They are the worst. They are the worst. They are the worst. A month later, I get down there, and they're all, like, we go to court, and I'm like, you know, here in, in, in Knoxville, anyway, you could just plead guilty, and you pay your ticket, and you go on about your business. Well, in Cookville, I get down there, and I'm like, oh, guilty, you know, sure, fine, whatever, I had it, you know, I'll just pay my ticket and go on about my business, and the bailiff comes over, and he hands me these papers, he's like, you realize if you sign this, you're going to jail for three days, I was like, not guilty, not guilty, that's not mine, (laughs) you know, and they were able to change my, because they were going to put me in jail for three days, instead of just paying a ticket and going on my way. Yeah, that's crazy. So, it, I got a ticket in Cookville, since that, 20 years ago. For speeding. Pled guilty over there. They said that they took it off my record. They didn't. Ten years later, I get pulled over again for speeding. My license is suspended. And I had no idea for ten years. But if you paid yeah. the ticket, why did exactly. they suspend your license? Right? right. Oh, clerical error. Cookville is the worst. Worst. It's awful. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, if you're driving through there, just do the speed limit and... Yeah, do the speed limit. Do the speed limit. Every time we go, we go through Cookville. Yeah. I'm like, speed. Yeah, put it on cruise control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no smoking, no speeding. I was uh, shocked. I was not. I did not think that was going to be the case. So, luckily, I did not have to spend three days in jail. So, well, I'm just waiting for our president to come in on his promise. Wait, yeah, I'm waiting. Yeah, him Wait. and Kamala. It's so ridiculous. Were like, you know, it's it's so ridiculous. Do you think they're waiting till four twenty? <laughs> just be honestly, it'll be like when they announce, you know, you know gay, gay marriage. marriage. Like, we'll just like, wake up one day and we're like, oh right. shit, <laughs> right? And it just That's happens keep to be April twentieth, and they're yeah. like, guess what, guys? <laughs> we'll open our doors and it'll just be like stacks of smoke everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. 
That's the best way, I guess. You know, that would be the great unveil. That would be pretty cool. I feel cool. like with all the CBD shops, like, it's it's ready. Because what happens is they're just going to turn over. What they're doing. And yes. it's, they're, they've already got the infrastructure there. They have there. to mm-hmm. indoctrinate you mm-hmm. into CBD for in America. Yeah. For them, because they villainized yeah. marijuana for so, for long, so long, which the government so did to cause the tobacco industry to be able to go up. We used yep. to cultivate cannabis and marijuana in this country mm-hmm. for years and years and years. And you can still cultivate um, cannabis now. What's interesting is right and left, you can just go and you guys can go ahead and apply for a cannabis growing license and you can grow cannabis on your property don't, right don't now burn that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's um technically has to be like yeah, the CBD. harvestable cannabis yeah, like but hemp, hemp or, yeah. license they, yeah they grow that actually in the old city uh Vern did yeah, blue plumbing work at, yeah blue and botanicals mm-hmm. and he said it right there in you downtown. Just walk down Jackson and However, see it right there in yeah. the windows. You go get that, and you have the process, and you're used to cultivating this particular type of plant. And then when the flip switches, you can switch out the seeds for your plants. Yeah, and you're ready to go. It's just, it's all right there. It's just, yes. it's, all the infrastructure is there. It's just so ready. Could, Wait correct. for someone to push the button. So now is the time, if you have acreage or anything like that, to start applying for these things. What's your business when uh, when it's finally legalized? I have my business. What's your business? Oh, are gonna you going to start a business? Yeah. It was either going to be a yoga studio where you go and burn and then you go do hot yoga or whatever. There will probably be different options. Then, cat cafe. Mm. One side you smoke, have a treat, you know, everything's good. Other side, you go play with cats. My business would probably be like a buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Sky's the limit. What's your business? What's Uh, your business, Anne? Um... I mean, She's I'll just let you nails. She do nails. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'll let you blaze, you know? <laughs> I'm totally. And I'm not going to be I motivated mean, sometimes for I much. give, you know, my client friend, ones that I know, I'll give them edibles sometimes. So, <laughs> chill out. Let me do your nails. <laughs> I'm going to be the cautionary tale. Are you? I'll be, yeah, I'll be why. I'll be no. I don't I don't know. Nothing will change. <laughs> It'll be the same, except with less anxiety on my part. Yeah, true. It will mm-hmm. be. That's all. So much. That's my oh my life gosh. isn't going Every to change. When we went the to Colorado, if you if you want to, my life isn't going to change one bit, except the fact that I'm going to be way less stressed out than. Yeah. Yep. Now. Yeah, it's very stressful to go anywhere with Vern because he is constantly. And chimney tops, you know. He, he pretends that we live in Colorado, and I'm yeah. like, I mean. So when we were in Colorado, it was great because it was like, oh, I'm not even matter. worried. It was, like, it was like all the anxiety was gone. Yeah, you know? it was perfect. Yeah, they had to hammer out the details for that too because you always got people trying to screw you. So 
Uh, even in Colorado, they had some laws about being able to smoke in the street or yeah. in different places. Mm-hmm. So basically, it meant you had to purchase it and just take it back to wherever you were yeah. living because they didn't let you smoke in hotels no. or anywhere, you know. So maybe your car and then maybe where you're living, but, you know. That's how we went to Seattle, too, and Seattle is like that, too. You're not supposed to be able to just smoke on the street, but... I mean, we did, and we were at the hotel, and and um, for we went to BurleyCon, and we were at the hotel, and people, every smoking designated smoking area, it was it was green, it was green, it was green, like, and and they didn't care. It was like midnight, and we were talking, and we were like out on like the interior uh, courtyard, you know, and we were smoking with our friends, and security just walked up, and they were like, "Can y'all just keep it down?" And And we're we're like, like, "Okay." Sure. <laughs> you know, they, they, like, did they did not care. They didn't care. You yes. Know? Yeah, because you know they know that you know you're having fun. They're you're their ho- hotel guest. You know. So. Yeah. How long's it been since it's been legal there now? Did you guys go when it was first legal? We kind of. Went it was like the at, day after Hillary lost the election. Yeah. <laughs> notice my so notice good. my wording there. <laughs> Nice. So in Colorado, it had been there for, for a while. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. We've been a couple of times in Colorado. I think they legalized there in 2012 or 2013. Yeah. So. yeah. And then in Seattle, it had like... been a couple years. Um, legal before we yeah. visited Seattle. We've been to so. Seattle, so it was Vegas, pretty established. Denver and Washington D.C. Um, and all Washington D.C. was I, the yes, worst. I feel like when they set the rules down, because that's um, I want to read the rules to the game when I, you know, yeah, go to play yeah. it. It gives me a much better chance of winning. Absolutely. Right? And in Washington D.C., their their game that they play, <laughs> you can't sell it legally, right? You can have it. You can have it. And you can smoke it, whatever, you know, but you cannot legally sell it. So what they do is they sell you a pack of really shitty cookies. Like the worst cookies. The worst like, cardboard <clears throat> cookie. Here's not... a pack of cookies for $60. Mm-hmm. And you and get it a comes free. With this free gift. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get away with that. <laughs> and they deliver. They met, they met us yeah, on the street corner, app. like uh, two blocks from the White House. Yeah. See, because there's loopholes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So for Colorado... One of the things, even though they had made all these rules, their lawmakers all of a sudden at the revenue that came in, uh, like within the first year, mm-hmm. what they were able to do, it was just insane. Insane. So that's yeah. why. And then the tourism revenue that hit on top of that. So that's why they didn't say anything. Yes. At first, they had it set up where pretty much, yeah, you can get it and you can go home, you know? That's how we're going to control this. And part of it also is they can't measure your driving under influence, which is the number one issue that which they were I promise get my driving is better it's slower, slower. Yes. yeah you're more I cautious. come to complete stops well, I use think, my turn just signal just think of all the you know gas the cops in town will save when they just have to jog by the car hey guys can you speed up a little yeah. <laughs> like I should break a sweat you know like that episode in uh, Up in Smoke when they're just like how fast am I going I think we're parked man <laughs> Colorado recently have yes. you yes. seen the changes there within the state like if 
how's their infrastructure you know is it everything was like new and clean there well and let me tell you what there is this app called weed maps that you can use in in legal places that will not only identify dispensaries that are close to you but they can list their specials in there so you can get crazy good deals like we got five grams of dabs for sixty dollars i think so it was like are you but are you talking about like i'm talking about the money that they made city itself yeah no remember you noted that every every building was looks like, like it was built in the last 10 years yeah everything everything and we were in denver and boulder area and then we drove over into utah but like in denver and boulder literally everything looks like it was built within the last 10 years yeah. it's super mod is that where all the tunnels are that you said in the denver airport is that that's the conspiracy where, theory that, yes oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. big conspiracy <laughs> that's where yeah, yeah. and knows yeah, that's yeah. where that's where i think they clone everybody is in the lower levels of the... And what's the horse statue? And it also, the apocalypse have? horse statue. I'm sure, I'm sure mm-hmm. that the idea was the Denver Broncos when it was oh, put out there. Not, not the, what it not looks the horse like. Not the horse of the apocalypse. No, it literally <laughs> it is. It looks like it came from well, the depths of hell. <laughs> it is the hell horse. A hell horse from the apocalypse, in my opinion. But not only that, it is... Um, you can just tell. Go look around. It tells a story. Have yeah. you have you really have you checked the murals out? Oh yeah, we yeah we looked when we, at the, the first time we drove out there in our RV this last time. But the first time we went out there, we were made we looked. There's like certain floor tiles and just weirdness. It's just it's just weird. Yeah, the whole place is very Listen, weird. One of my good friends lives there, and uh, she used to work for the airport, and she would. Um, give me buddy passes to come out there and visit her well part of the thing of getting a buddy pass is you might get bumped so you might wait around you know i got to fly first class a lot but i also would have to wait like let you know lay over crazy amounts of time or whatever and she lived in colorado springs so one of the last times i went to see her i was at denver airport for probably i don't know eight and a half nine hours so i it like everything looking at at all of the freaky stuff there i mean and it's like minute details it's not mm-hmm. just the fact that there's a masonic cornerstone or uh, apocalyptic ma- uh, uh, murals or you know the crazy statue out front or any of the looking at them you know that it's shaped like a swastika <laughs> none of this is really you know what <laughs> You, you learn all this and you're like hmm something's going down here something so, is definitely weird and that airport's yes. not that old either i think it was built no. in the late 80s early 90s something like that it's yeah not, and way over budget like we're not talking like just you know a couple mil over budget we're talking like a bill over wow. budget i mean a lot over budget and then the whole underground luggage <laughs> carriage that they have they don't even have it working but they spent how much money on it with the technology? I mean, come on. There's definitely something. Something is fishy in the Denver airport. There's and just a lot in of. In ten years, there'll be a Netflix special telling you about it. <laughs> well, probably I, th- two I think years. we should start. I think we should start listening to rap music more. I think they're trying to tell us in code. Rap you know, music is telling us what's going to yeah, happen. They're telling us what's up, and we're all ignoring it. Okay. 
I'm saying. jotting that down. <laughs> you need to listen to rap music. Anything Not about the Illuminati? Anybody in particular that yeah. we should No, anybody to? connected with the Illuminati. Start with Jay-Z and go from there. <laughs> Kanye. Oh, Kanye. Poor Kanye. He's about to no. get sued. Right, yeah, he's about to get sued. Y'all didn't Poor think thing. that... You're right. I bet if we were to procure some Kanye, Kim love letters, they would sound incredibly <laughs> a lot. A lot like this. Like, she hey, give baby, me money. She, Kim, I really, I really need $56. I really need $56 million. <laughs> I see. I see. You need a male role model on the show. No. <laughs> no. No. You don't think that's what Kanye did to Kim, the Kardashians? That he needed. They needed a female. When they got together, male. yeah. He came on as, as Caitlyn exited. Oh, I see. So they were down. They were down. A so it was a business deal. The oh. whole thing was a business deal. Go back. Read the Inquirer. Look at some archived issues. I have never once seen a single episode of the Kardashians. And then they fold around and had kids. Me well, I have seen because sometimes I'd lose the remote and the e-channel was on. <laughs> and I'd be cleaning and I couldn't find it. And they would roll on down and it would be like, oh my God, these girls are insane. Plus, you know that uh, crazy morning show host Kathy Lee used to hype them up a lot too on NBC. Regis Philbin? Maybe. Yeah. Was it Regis and, no. yeah, and Kathy? Yeah. For a while? Yeah. Not were on they e, together? But yeah. I mean, but were they together when the Kardashians started? No, I think it was not, Regis it was and with Kelly. Her and Hoda right? then. Oh. Or, yeah. So it was yeah. either with her and Hoda and then whatever. But however, whatever was on in the morning when I was getting ready for the makeup and then e-channel and I'd be cleaning the house because it was just mindless. And people would say, do you know who this person is? And I never freaking did. So that was the <laughs> only way I could get that information. What's the future? You're asking me? Yeah, yeah. What's the well, future you for... Uh, your name, your production company is Anatomic Derriere Productions. Atomic yes. Derriere Productions. Atomic. Tom Ass Productions. Yeah. Atomic yeah. Derriere Productions. That is the best name ever. Yeah. Bomb Ass Productions. <laughs> Atomic Derriere. Yep. So what's the future? We don't know, you know? Um, we hope that we can do Rocky Horror again this year. We hope we can um, do Yamacon again. We hope we can do Yamacon. I miss the Smoky Mountain Burlesque Festival. Um, <laughs> Until you said something. Like, I just I forgot. forgot. You're welcome. Yeah. Remember when Dolly came? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the best nights of our lives. Right. Did it already yeah. pass the time for it? Though? Yes. Oh, in yeah. September. September. Okay, yeah. so it was this past September. But and usually, I, I'm very doubtful it'll happen this year. Yeah, usually applications start going out what, about, about now. now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, April, yeah. March or April. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look promising for mm -hmm. this year. So, well, it's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, but then you can plan a kick-ass one in 22. Well. Try that's what we said for 20. We're gonna yeah. have a kick ass one for 2021. It's supposed to be the fifth year, so yeah, but I don't know. 
Well, the dolly was September 20, though, right? 19. 19. Oh, 19. Mm-hmm. I, I know. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, time is weird. Last year, I mean, yeah. I know, but like, I realized that a whole year is gone. A whole like, year is gone. Right now. It's like, it's, what yeah. did we do for a year? Nothing. Like, this weekend, in it, our last Salome show. Was, was a year yes, ago. The 14th. Yeah, the 14th. Day was, uh, so it's been a year since being physically on stage, which is really kind of bizarre when you're used to being out there, you know, just about every weekend doing something. Yeah, meeting every week. Yep. Yeah. That's. I think that's what I miss the most is our uh, yes and no. yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> when we didn't waste time. Yeah. Yeah. Miss productive rehearsals. Yes. Yes. That's uh, awesome. This has been so much fun today. Yeah. Uh, if uh, people want to ask questions, where can they find you? Where can they see all this good stuff? Like, what's your your yeah. social media? A uh, social media um, at anatomic that's Anne with an e <laughs> and, and i'm on. i'm rota derriere on all platforms very cool yep on facebook on all of it full facebook instagram uh facebook instagram um really it i guess i don't really tweet youtube youtube um i have a tiktok at anatomic <laughs> are you showing off nails um yeah i haven't done anything in a couple weeks because it's just been too busy to like create content for that but there is a little bit of content nails some resin casting stuff that kind of thing art arty stuff <laughs> that's awesome you like, just did some spring nails didn't you i did yeah and they were so cute did you do them on yourself no or? that was okay. um actually that was a client of mine that i did their hair a couple times and um i just moved over to my suite which has my hair and nails together. And she saw that I did nails. She was like, I like your nails and I want to get my nails done. So she came and got her nails done today. Yeah. And peeped these, and these Lisa Frank cool. nails she did for me. Those are I, adorable. She always does my nails before the show. I haven't had done since you did And them even though this. nobody saw them, we did them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't show them off at the... Um at the brunch oh, oh she did. i usually yes. let them speak did, for their but you did you did you were like look at my nails oh you're right i did because i was like hold on let me plug my girl for a second <laughs> and uh if you want to listen to more prison love letters yeah. send us an email at gabbingirltime at gmail.com i'm gonna email you too. yeah follow me <laughs> at gabbingaletime on instagram and tiktok i, and guess. I am bratty von beaverhausen on Instagram and Facebook. Well, Facebook. And it's awful. <laughs> yeah, but it's awful. Bruised tonsils on TikTok. And fat. Oh, and fat. We just put up a new TikTok. I think you're going to like it. <laughs> Bitch, please. Oh, <laughs> me. Are y'all going to sing with us? What are we right. singing? The outro. Yeah. Are you going to teach it to girl time. You should know it by you now. You should know it. It's the same, it's the same <laughs> thing as the intro. <laughs> oh, that's right. I wrote it. I forgot. <laughs> we can't tell you how much we appreciate everybody that tunes in every time. I know. listens to us. It's amazing that anybody I'm wants humbled. to listen to me at all. Every time I hear that. And what huge compliments that you didn't want to turn us immediately <laughs> you want to turn us off listen you guys i'm not even kidding i cannot make it past the intro like i cannot like i cannot make it five minutes into a podcast and i listen to y'all for like three and a half hours so 
Yay! That's, thank you. That really, you. that was the best birthday gift ever. Happy thank birthday. you very much. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thursday. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go get my Karate shot on Thursday, so. Fantastic. <laughs> Your second one? My first one. Okay, yeah, yeah you still got a little time. Yeah. Oh, cool. Soon. I'm really excited about the day off that I'm going to take after the second one. So. Yeah, that's what I heard. Because <laughs> you feel like shit, so I'm yeah. going to go ahead and just schedule that day off. I'm excited. I can't wait for Bill and I to get it. So, I would take you some all right. I'm fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, sir. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, she doesn't usually get sick. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. fortunate in that regard, so. Turmeric and THC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write a song. <laughs> That's your TT. <laughs> On your new country album. Yeah, it's called Anti-Inflammatory. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-inflammatory. <laughs> there you go. Anti-inflammatory. That works as well. Okay, we're gonna leave because it's just getting down from here. It's the best. All right, we thank you so much for listening to Gavin, Girl Time, Gavin, Girl Time, Gavin, Girl Time. Ding. Girl Time. <laughs> <laughs>